to season two, episode number 13 of What's Francis? I'm Shelly. I'm Bianca. And I'm Deanna. Here we come together to serve the brew. Serve like we always do. Like we always do. We are back <laughs> for a new episode and we are still serving. We're serving, we're serving cold brew and medium. <laughs> and <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Hot sugar, but we are we are serving all the hot drinks at the water tower place. We continue to be a success, and they keep asking for us back. And um, yeah, we are there. And if you haven't yet come to visit us, definitely do so. Eight thirty-five North Michigan Avenue, Chicago. Friday eleven eight, Saturday eleven eight, Sunday twelve six. Yes, seven four across from Bath and Body Works. Yes. So we are, yes, every weekend we're, we're a family. Um, I mean, they look for us, you know, it's a, it's an amazing feel. I was telling one of you guys earlier this week, someone came in and they were like, yeah, let me get a caramel delight. Like it was just second nature. So it's just so Mm -hmm. nice. People come in, order things off of the menu. They know it, they know what they like. Um, And it's been amazing, amazing experience. Yep, yep. And to see the regulars, we have regulars now. They're <laughs> like, oh, you know what I want. Give me what you gave me last time with the cold brew. And then you put some creamer in it. I was like, oh, okay, I got you. You want yes. some half and half in it? Got you. <laughs> and we even got folks who've already completed their punch card. So we say, you know, you get a punch for every drink. The seventh drink is on us. And some people have already got that seventh drink and we haven't even been open for seven days so no (laughs) that means they're coming back for more and they're buying the drinks all up it's so cool um to see our business finally come to fruition and pretty soon we're going to record a show in the cafe so you guys can get that feel so if you haven't seen the pictures online um you know you will be able to uh we'll have our own studio there at the cafe where we'll shoot our shows and um, you'll get a feel of what it's like to be inside our door so you can come visit us. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Well, yes, thanks everybody. to everyone who's been coming out and just keep coming. Send your friends, family, coworkers. Send yeah. everybody to the water tower. Send your name. They are. My mom told me, she was like, yeah, my, my old friend from 139th Street discovered it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to see you guys. So, it's just the the what has been also groundbreaking or earth shattering or wonderful is the feedback that we're getting from a lot of women who look like us, a lot of black women. Um, the support has been unreal. Every weekend um, or every day that we share a post, you know, letting people know that we're back, our doors are open. Um, it's just so nice to see other people. And it's been a, a, a lot of black women sharing our posts to let their friends know, Hey, if I can't make it this weekend, why don't you try to make it down there? So mm-hmm. yeah. that's been really cool. And, um, my cousins came all the way from Maryland. They came to Chicago because they were on break, but they didn't tell me they were coming, but they told me they were there and then they were, uh, they came to the cafe. So they're always huge supporters of everything that I do. And, you know, I hope they feel supported back. So they're my riders. They, they will come <laughs> <laughs> to Chicago in a heartbeat uh, when I got yeah. there. Yeah. So well, shout out to you, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What were the names, Diana? Uh, Jenny, Becky, and Jeffrey. So. Jennifer, Rebecca, and Jeffrey came. 
That is so cool. I was like, wow, y'all took a trip. They was like, yep, we should. Yeah, we should to be supportive of Deanna. So I think that is just awesome. I'm waiting for my New Orleans uh, family to get into their car and come on down to see us. Yeah. We were, um, me and my mom FaceTimed Auntie Vanessa <laughs> when we were in the shop last week. So she can't wait to come down and see us. So family keep coming. For yeah. sure. Yes. So in this episode, oh no, we should talk about what we talked about last episode. So last episode, we did our latte letters. That was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. those letters were spicy. <laughs> As always. Spicy. <laughs> the dilemmas, the dilemmas. But mm-hmm. um, Kim was definitely there to talk us through a few of those. Yes, Kim always offers that reflective advice. And even if you're the party that's not doing the wrongdoing, um, she kind of, you know, make sure you stay in the in in the mix of all things and and make the best decision for you. So mm-hmm. uh, always so so much fun to have on the show. So if you have a dilemma or if you have a you know a letter that you want to share with us, you can send us an email at whatsbruinsis.com. No. What's Bruinsis at gmail.com. gmail.com yeah. send a letter to us and we will share it on the show and, you know, offer some good advice for you guys on um, what to do if you're in a dilemma. And we never include your name. So your, your secret is safe with us. <laughs> so definitely send those emails in and, you know, get our take on what's going on. We'll do our best. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we have a, a great topic today. It actually was a topic of conversation in the car. We were chatting away about toxic positivity. Um, so we definitely want to bring that topic to you guys today. But before we get started, as always, we want to get started with our icebreakers. Yes, and, and oh. put your answers in the, in the live chat. Live chat is my, my favorite place to be on Thursday night. So let's <laughs> Guys, yeah. I always love seeing people's reaction or yes. answers for the question. So, first question: If you could commit a crime and get away with it, what crime would you commit? It's gonna be to rob a bank. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Opening the. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It would, be to, <laughs> it would be to rob a bank. I mean, I don't necessarily, um, I, I would be too scared to ever rob a bank. So banks, don't worry, Shelly's not coming. But um, I think that, it, it, you know, it, it could put a little extra money in my pocket and I got away with it. So robbing the bank. What about you, Deanna? I don't know. I think I would have too much of a guilty conscience, even if I got away with it. Um, you're sweet, but I mean, maybe I would try to tell myself to to yeah do something involving getting money. So whether it's robbing a bank or doing some uh getting getting away with like an insider tip on an investment, maybe. Oh, so I 
two, my first answer was I wouldn't because I would be so guilty. I would probably get caught because I'm so guilty. I'd be like sweating (laughs) profusely, but I would probably like rig the lottery. So it could look like I won and I like won, had the winning ticket. Like, oh, I won. And, but. I would be so guilty at the lottery. I was like, here's my ticket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No. <laughs> do you have any nighttime rituals that you have to do to sleep peacefully? Yes. Take a, a nice, hot, warm bath. A hot, warm bath? Yeah, what do I normally say? It's off. Nice hot bath. Yeah, nice hot bath. I have to. I, I a nice hot bath with some fresh sheets. Like I'm out. There's no question um, about it. I'm out. Um, I don't think I have a ritual that I have to do. Like, yeah, there's things that I normally do, but if I'm like really tired. I could probably just go to sleep and skip over some stuff. Um, but like, I think I would be annoyed with myself. Like, if I like fall asleep on the couch with my clothes on, you know, because then I didn't mm-hmm. actually go to bed. But short of that, um, yeah, I think that's about it. I thought you were gonna say turn on a fan. Oh. So it's not really me that is requiring the fan. Uh, that's more like Joseph can't sleep without the fan. I can sleep without it. Um, Bryce also likes it for the white noise. But yeah, I can definitely, I can do without it. Well, I have two. So one, <laughs> I have to put lotion on my feet. I cannot go to sleep with your feet. <laughs> At all. It's like... I will wake up in the middle of the night like, oh, my God, my feet are so dry. Like, I can't do it. Uh, two, um, I have to have my feet under the cover. Like, I can't. Yeah. I don't like sleeping without my feet, like, wrapped up. Yeah. I feel like if, if my feet are not under the covers, like, that's just the wise thing is too small. Like, what do I do? <laughs> I cannot do that. me and my kids are like we we start off with cover we throw it off in the night but joseph like recovers us all up and it's like if we're hot we don't want to be covered up so i'm fine with not being under the covers but yes i get re-tucked in all the time (laughs) but you know what though even if i'm hot i still have to have something on my feet even if it's the feet or like the rest of my body is out, but like my feet are covered. Yeah, that's, that's how he feels too. Like his feet has to be covered, but I can't sleep without a blanket. So I cannot. Like that is just like, oh Jesus Christ! I can't even breathe. It's <laughs> <laughs> like where is it? I, I I cannot sleep without a pillow and a blanket. A pillow and a blanket. I, I like I gotta have my pillow, but I could do without that blanket. But I've always been like that. Um, I said when I used to spend a night at my grandparents' house, my grandmother would turn the heat up because she knew I wouldn't keep the covers on at night. So like <laughs> everyone else in the house would be complaining that it's hot. And she's like, Well, you know, the baby don't keep them covers on. So like basically everybody else had to suffer because she felt yeah. like they, to be they probably pinched you in your sleep. <laughs> 
But I'm like, I, I feel restricted. I just like throw that cover to the side of my. A nice little weighted blanket. I, it feels like a warm hug. Like I, I like to be, I like cuddle. cuddle yeah, be like I just want to be free. I got a weighted blanket as a gift, and I felt so both times I used it, I was like, I can't. I gave it. you that gift. You did not give me a weighted blanket. That would be so bad if I did. Damn. <laughs> Nobody watching this probably. I would have said. I would have said it on the podcast. Like, I'm telling you that. Like, like we did. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ! Like, it's choking me. It's tough, girl. I woke. I'm funny story. I wore it, put it on me. I say wore, but I put it on me the first night, and I got so hot. I was trying to get out, and I was half sleeping. I couldn't get out, so I think I panicked, and I failed. Well, I tried to get out of bed, and I failed because I think I was trying to run, and it shook me, and I like fell. Po weighted blanket. And I started like <laughs> coughing and choking in my sleep. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Don't give weighted blanket. Somebody was trying to give me in my sleep that they don't weighted blanket. Do his job and be weighted. Oh, I felt choked. Somebody was trying to get me. I don't know. Uh, so side note, do not give Bianca any more that weighted blanket. <laughs> I, I heard they supposed to be nice, but right. girl, not to me. That. I don't want that pressure. Get no. off me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. What sitcom would you like or have liked to play a role on? So current sitcom or past sitcom that you would have wanted to play a role on? I would say oh. a different world. Oh, Dang, yeah. that was my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, Jesus Christ. Um, living single for me. Oh, that's another good one. Yeah. So I I was gonna say uh a different world because that was like the first look at black college. Yeah, and you know, all the people on there is just exciting for me. Like I wanted to go yeah. to Hillman. <laughs> yeah, we have to do a show kind of dedicated to that show um, and just memories that we have from that episode. But of course, like my favorite episode is the one where Dwayne uh, interrupted the wedding, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there, what was it, 25 years or more? It might have been more. Oh, well, they did yeah. have an anniversary show. So um, I, I watched a podcast not too long ago where um, a young lady did. Um, the full show on that particular episode. And it, it was really, really good, but she just kind of like broke it down with what you would do if you're in that situation. And do, do you think what he did was right? And all that stuff. It was really good. Yeah, that was a good episode. They say yeah. all is fair in love and war. So do you think that um, someone breaking up, um, a wedding like if you were getting married and you know someone that loves you broke up your wedding. I object. Um, <laughs> yes what if they object what would i do I mean, I, so i wonder like has that ever really happened in real life i only see sure. it on tv but you somebody could come, someone could come in and object and you could dismiss them be like you and your objection get out but if they object and your heart really is with them then you know 
You ain't said I do yet. So sure. I think you can go either way. Just because they object don't mean that you're going to be like, yes, the wine. Right. <laughs> but. <laughs> you know, so they you could be like fool if you don't get your food tail stuff out of here. Ain't nobody. Yeah. How, awkward, How awkward would that be? Jeez. Right. I mean, what yeah. do you say? <laughs> like you got all of this person's. Imagine if right. you, you got all your family and friends, all his mm-hmm. family and friends, and if your heart was with the person that's objecting, like. You gonna get jumped, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. They only no, want to yeah. fight you. <laughs> I mean, like I had a pretty big wedding. We had like two hundred forty guests, so yeah, mm-hmm. I, that would have been a big, um, a big uproar. But I think I would have been able to say, "Fool, get your fool tail self out of here! Ain't nobody marrying you." You know. <laughs> All right. Is it a reflection on the bride? Because I feel like. You know, I would feel like if I was the uh, a guest at the wedding or you know a friend of the bride, I would be like, "Girl, you ain't resolved that before." <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you think you did, but the person still show up for their last ditch effort. And I guess it could be the other way around too. It could be a woman objecting, like I object. You know, I've actually seen right. a video on Instagram where <laughs> this couple was getting married and this woman stood up. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna just say his name was Dwayne. Dwayne was with me last night. Mm-hmm. You gonna marry her today, Dwayne? Dwayne, <laughs> I know you hear me. You gonna marry her and you was with me last it's, night? It's Dwayne sweet. would not turn around. So the bride yeah. was like, started arguing <laughs> back, and her daughter went to fight the lady in the audience. Oh, oh I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. So this would be the thing, though. I might not, I mean, Dwayne might not marry the sis in the audience, but as the brat, I'm not about to marry Dwayne either. Like, no. <laughs> now, can you make, now, would you make that split the sit like that? I'll that. be like, oh, so you was with, you was with her last night? Uh-huh. Well, okay, so, so what, what if it wasn't like that? What if she was just like, I don't want you to do this, man? Would you still have to question him to see if he does have some involvement with the, the check? I mean, that's gonna take some investigation. And do you got time for that? Y'all standing there? No, right. that's what I said. Deanna's about to keep Deanna like back it up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I feel like you you in the moments you might be like, oh, this is a beautiful occasion, all the flowers in place and all the people are here. But I would say if there's an interruption, take a pause. Y'all yeah. can wait. Y'all probably, you know, a lot of times people wait and don't start on time. Y'all probably done waited a little bit anyway. Y'all can wait. Right. We're going to have a conversation and see if this is going to even happen because a lifetime is a long time to be hooked up to some foolery. It if is. I can stop right here <laughs> before we got to do any paperwork and go to court. <laughs> I think for me, I would just be too embarrassed to continue anyway. Like, even if that lady is a liar and she just was jealous and didn't want, I would be too embarrassed to stand in front of my family and friends after that just happened. They would be like, if you don't, they would grab me by the back of my head. Like, if you don't come on back, 
Down here, we about I think to it depends. It depends on what the person is accusing the person of. Like if it's somebody just saying, "I love you, don't marry him, don't marry her." Oh, I still want to be with you. Yeah, but if they was like, "I was with him last night," you got some explaining. Totally situations you just have to go ahead and yeah. do what's uncomfortable um i've i've said a lot that i've 
become comfortable with my discomfort in many situations because sometimes you just have to push past the discomfort to get, like you said, what you want or accomplish a goal or whatever. But it is not, it is not natural. I'd rather be quiet uh, in the background somewhere, you know, observing. I don't necessarily like to be the out front person, but I think. Like when I do it, when I just be like, okay, I just got to do it. Then I just, it's almost kind of like being in character, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. That's, that's definitely what it is for me with like all of the, you know, I'm afraid of heights and all type of different stuff. Um, But I was just like, okay, it's not affecting me. Everything is fine. (laughs) I'm not really here. You're doing a good job. You're riding them glass elevators at the waterfall place and everything. Yeah, she is. Yeah, they ain't got to tell her to get off the rails. It's totally uh, (laughs) get off the rails. It's totally, uh, you're very uh, relaxed. And you. I see that you have walked into this business ownership role and you you you're doing an amazing job at it oh thank you i think we all have i was confident that she would be comfortable in the space because it's not like hanging over the rail you know (laughs) we're on the seventh floor but you can't see down to the first floor don't tell her y'all diana don't give her the (laughs) film No, I was like, you're gonna be fine, and you <laughs> have to be fine. Um, the skill I wish I could wake up and have tomorrow is math skills. I am intimidated by numbers and figures and walking into business like we need to know this stuff. And yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> I like mm-hmm. <laughs> me and it's like when I see them, they like dance around and they like move. I don't know. They're like, it's numbers. Yeah, it's that common fear that people have. I think <laughs> if you've ever told yourself I'm not good in math, then it's just like yeah. always at the forefront of your mind. But um, you know, I, I, I never said that though. I, I like, yeah, I feel like you used to be good at math, and yeah, I don't know what you happened. You say you have said that you're not. I think you're saying it right you just now. Said you're intimidated by it. Yeah, well, I, don't I don't know you- what happened now, <laughs> but I used to love algebra and like. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever had calculus, but you know, but now yeah. I'm. I look at stuff like, what is this? What am I doing with this? Don't like, let it intimidate you. Yeah. I think you do a good <laughs> job with what I've seen you count. <laughs> right. uh, you can count these money. Yeah. 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 I was counting. I was counting. Just proud with that. She's like, girl, we got 25 cents sitting over here. Let me calculate that. It's a mind thing. I think it. I think yes, yeah. you definitely have to repeat to yourself or don't say I'm bad at this. Just say. Um, and then I can take my own advice. Say I am good at this, or you know I'm not fearful. I, there's no need to be shy. Or I am good at math. So. And I think you know too. That's why we're a team. We all have our you know subject Strong. matters that we're experts in. So mm-hmm. we just you know lean from one another. Like Shelly gonna do the graphics. Deanna gonna do the math. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I ain't, I ain't gonna try to draw nothing or design nothing. 
probably, <laughs> probably ever. <laughs> it's gonna be looking like logo robot, okay? What? <laughs> done for me either. I'm like, and it's nice to have a teammate that you know you can rely on and say, okay, they got it. Okay, she has this, you know. And and for you, Bianca, that uh, it's, it, this is not the only thing, but girl, you ain't gonna let nobody cheat us. <laughs> you won't be cheated out of anything. So, you know, everybody is so valuable on this team, and I think that's what makes going to the cafe like it doesn't even feel like work. It feels like fun, mm-hmm. you know. And the so, time goes by so fast. Every time we're like, "Man, it's two o'clock already. It's four o'clock already." You know, yeah. like it really do go by so fast. So. It does. Time flies when you're having fun. Yes. Can we all answer that? What skill? Um, I did uh, not. Deanna did. What did you say, Deanna? What, what, what um, I th- I would think maybe I would be like really really great at doing hair and makeup. <laughs> you what? Know? Yeah. Yeah, I think that I think that you already are. It's your hidden talent. People don't know. Um, I think I'm okay, but I will I will want to be like fast and fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That is cool. And Bianca, did you answer too? Math. Yes. What is your favorite song right now that you got on repeat? My favorite song is um, This is the Piece That You Cannot Buy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I love that song. It always gets me in a good mood. I I love songs um, that you could roll the windows down when it's summer or spring. Yeah, um, it's a vibe. Yeah, and catch a whole vibe. And, and I can't wait to do that because when we're taking those rides downtown, you know, just kind of relax and listen to some good music. Um, but I love that song by her, by Tim's. Well, sure. The song I've been listening to on repeat or over and over for last week or so It's a song called Savior by uh, Ty Tribbett. Okay. okay. You gotta share that one. Share that one with me. Yeah. My current favorite song is "Under the Influence" by Chris Brown. Okay. In the mind, when I, need, when I, <laughs> I don't know the words. She never do. Video of him um, performing that song live, and everybody knew the Robitussin part. Yeah. <laughs> like all you Robitussin addicts out there. Right. <laughs> all right. So those are our icebreakers. So lead us off, B. What 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 we're talking about? What are we talking about today? We are talking about toxic positivity, okay. and um, this was sparked because we were listening to a couple discuss it, and the husband was like, "If you don't like my wife." Yeah, let's tap at the Brown and Chance Brown. Um, I guess some people are like, she's too positive or happy or always trying to share like a good word for people. And I thought that was the way I had never heard of toxic positivity before. So <clears throat> I posed to y'all, you know, what, what do you think about that? So I want to start off by giving the definition okay. of what toxic positivity is. Um, so they explain toxic positivity as the pressure to only display positive emotions, 
suppressing any negative emotions, feelings, reaction, or experiences. It invalidates human experience and can lead to trauma, isolation, and unhealthy coping mechanisms. Um, but just in watching her videos, <clears throat> excuse me, I think she's just trying to help people cope with what's going on in their life. So what do you guys think about toxic positivity? The way I think it, I think it could potentially be a thing, but I don't think it's a thing in the case of Tabitha Brown. I think she has expressed hardships and difficult times, but she chooses to be positive and put her best efforts forward. And, you know, like her tagline, she always says, um, have a good day. And if you can't have a good day, don't go messing up somebody else's day. Meaning, yeah. like, just because things are not going right for you, you shouldn't necessarily, you know, be a person who misery loves company, you know. Exactly. So I think it's a good thing to try to be positive, even if things and circumstances, situations are not as you would like them to be. For sure. And I think it drives home the, the reality about bad days do happen. You know, mm -hmm. there are times when when people are, who are typically positive um, do have a bad day. Um, I try to be as positive as I possibly can. Um, and when I don't feel very positive, I, I that's my moment to like stay by myself because I don't I, I don't want to get what people aren't used to seeing from me. Because, you know, I, I feel like I'm a very energy driven person. So when I walk in a room, I can kind of assess what the energy feels like. People are having a good day or a bad day. <laughs> and um, I typically try to stay away from uh, people when I am not feeling very positive. I think um, similar thoughts, Deanna, in the case of Tabitha. Brown, I, you know, she's definitely expressed things that she went through. And I even specifically remember it was, she was having a hard time with like a furniture delivery and she kind of came online and was talking about it, but it wasn't, you know, for her to spread negativity. She was just expressing she was having a bad day that day. But um, most of her messages are like, hey, this message is for you. I know you're going through a rough time right now, but you know, kind of giving comfort to people who are going through a hard time. And I think that's definitely okay. Like, you know, if people are going through a hard time, sometimes they want to be comforted in, you know, what they're going through or know that somebody else has been through what they have been through. Now, on this opposite spectrum of that, I do believe toxic positivity, the way it's described, is a thing where you know if somebody is going through something instead of being like comforting it's like shut up <laughs> like oh just just be positive it's you know it's nothing wrong with you and it's like well that person is having an emotion like let them go through that be a comfort if that's what you want to do but don't try to like shut it down right um i, I would say like you know some people everybody has their own way of dealing with things. And even sometimes I think when people try to encourage you to be positive in a negative situation, it's not necessarily with malice that they're saying, oh, look at the bright side or you know, see the silver lining. But you also have to appreciate that a person might not be in that space at that time mm -hmm. to, to, to push beyond whatever immediate emotional reaction that they're 
having. So I do think it could be insensitive to tell somebody, you know, to, to not be in the moment of whatever emotion that they're feeling. Um, but there's, I think there's a way to encourage and, you know, give a positive message without invalidating the way the person feels in that moment, you know? Right. So, I want to share, oh, I'm sorry. Go yeah, ahead. no, so I'm just saying, so I think you have to be careful with what you say when someone is going through something difficult, you know? So I had an experience where I didn't necessarily get mad, but, and now it's, I don't know if it's funny, but I laugh at inappropriate things. But in the moment I was like, what? So I was at, you know, a dentist office and, you know, they were, they knew my husband. And she was like, well, um, at least you're still young and you, you know, you can remarry. And I was like, what? And Not I know she didn't mean right. intent with that. But I was like, so yeah, I think sometimes that. people throw up and <laughs> say like, something. They probably wish they could take it back, but it's too late. <laughs> it's just awkward. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, I'm not really even in that space. And I think she kind of was like, ah, oh, after she said it, like, insert foot into mouth. Mm -hmm. But it was like, how is that the right side? <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, it's like they don't they don't be knowing what to say, baby. They just throw something out there. <laughs> the best advice is like if you don't know what to say, just don't say anything at all. Just be like, right. oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think people get nervous. They they start <laughs> I've said the wrong. I, I would you know not be truthful if I have not had those moments where I didn't say the right thing. Um, you know, have you ever seen a woman and you thought she was pregnant and you're like, oh, congratulations. And she's like, I'm pregnant, you know. <laughs> it, oh it happens where I think people do try to be a comforting voice or <laughs> offer something. But, you know, you can kind of look back on those situations now. now yeah. You know, yeah. and kind of laugh about it. Um, I, th I think Tabitha has just more of an intentional positive. Mm. Like, I don't think that she's doing anything to say something to hurt somebody. You know, she does want you to see the brighter side when it comes to things that she's maybe experienced because there is life on the other side of death. There is, you know, a, a, there's there. You, I try to pull something positive out of a negative. Mm -hmm. um, definitely going into business, you know, you're not always told no. I'm like, if people really knew how often we are told no, even seeing our success, they were probably like, oh, geez, you know, and, yeah. I, and I look back and I'm like, We've been told no more than we've been told yes. I think we just got the right yeses. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's all that matters. You and that's know? all that matters. And the nose, no. it, I think even with the nose, it's like, all right, I'm, you know, however, because we're all three different people, so we process the emotions differently. Mm -hmm. But I'll just speak for me, even if it's a no and I'm mad for a high second, it's like, all right, next, who, who who's up next? What are we going to do now? You know? Yeah. 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 And I'm like, Tabitha Brown, I think she is also always saying how appreciative she is of life itself and the the triumphs that she's had over the obstacles. So she shares that. It's not like she's a person who says her life has been perfect. She talks about, you know, having financial struggles, being homeless, losing people that she loves. But in, in spite of all that, she's blessed beyond measure. She never thought she would be 
at this level of success and yeah. you're still being surprised by the things that are happening in her life. Like she still can't believe it. So yeah. um, I don't think she's like, you know, arrogant or toxic at all. I think she's transparent, which yeah. um, is, you know, to me, a positive thing. Absolutely. And this was a, this was based on a, a comment that someone made on a video, you know, that she um, made and they just put, you know, you're, I feel like, or you are a, uh, a toxic person. You, you have yeah. toxic positivity. And I, I don't even think she really understood or knew how to process that. And right. then I think she took an inner look inside and they had a whole show about it where it was like, wait a minute, is that what I'm doing? And to me, I feel like that is more authentic than saying that she is someone who is just positively spreading negativity, you know, yeah. as, as that person said. Um, it's hard sometimes, too, for people who tend to be positive. It's like. Um, I think people do see it as an annoyance. I've had experience where people was like, I don't know why I don't like you. I just don't. You know? And then when <laughs> I was <laughs> it would be like, cause you're always happy. You always smiling. You know, I, people definitely see it as a negative. Um, mm -hmm. and it just makes me more happier. <laughs> like, you know. Right. I'm like, I, if, if I get those type of comments, I mean, I've gotten people to, that say, like, you can't be this cool, calm and collected all the time. Like, yeah. you know, like that has to be a facade or, yeah. you know, um, but I'm like, yeah, it's in my genes. It's in my <laughs> DNA. It's, it's, it is who I am. It's not, a, it's not, a, <laughs> it's not, I mean, yes, I can be uncalm, but I'd rather not. And it, it doesn't happen very often, but of yeah. course, I'm like, this is me. This is, this is what you're going to get. This is not an act that I'm putting on. This is just who I would rather be. And and do you think that negative people or people who tend to be negative sometimes are just, is it a choice? Like, do people choose to be negative? I think that negativity can be a choice. Two-sided. Sometimes I feel like some people don't understand Mm -hmm. um, what's going on that they're being negative they're just so used to being in that space and it's comfortable for them Yeah. Um, but there are some people who choose to be negative they see um, somebody being successful and it's like mm, look at their little ice cream truck they ain't doing nothing just little ice cream truck. you know what I mean it's like well you don't know what they had to go through to get this dang old ice cream truck I'm gonna go right. buy me a she go uh, not a she go sick What's a little thing? A Choco Taco. Push up, I don't Don't go buy me a little Choco Taco for me. Push up. Push up. <laughs> no. I wanted a Choco Taco. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I know I like Sherbert. Yeah. It's like, oh, she got a new, he or she got a new job. Look at that little job. Well, I don't know why they work at that company. Everything becomes little. Everything becomes little. And it's like, but why do you have to diminish right. what that person is doing? Like, yeah. what do you get out of it is my right. question. Like, how does that feed your spirit Don't to like, make somebody feel bad or to look at something so negative? Like, how does that feed you? That's a good question. That 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 is one question that I definitely want to learn from somebody who tends to be that that type of person like what are you getting 
out of pushing your negativity onto me? Like, how does that help you? What does that do for you at night? And sometimes I'll be like, well, people, like, I don't even know how you function like that. Like, to me, I'm always like, uh, what kind of, my mom has said, has like drilled in us, you know, kind of you, what you do to people will come back to you. Like God mm -hmm. is like ugly. So don't be that way. And I think that, you know, um, my cousin Claudia used to always say, like, God's watching you. Like, anything, it just in a joking way or anything that we mm -hmm. should always say that. And, um, you know, I do feel like it's a reflection on your character and not that God is a, um, a punishing God. Like, I'm going to punish you. But it's like, um, that is what I think. Like, I, I, in my head, I'm like, if I'm mean to somebody, that that is going to come back around on me, you know, mm -hmm. that somehow is going to then, you know, um, turn on me because I was mean to somebody and I didn't even have to be mean. Like people right. don't have to be negative. Um, but they, like you said, they choose to be. And it's, it, you know, it's unfortunate that there are people who look at things that way. It's like, if you just spin this little, globe around to see life in a different way, you know, you would be a happier person. It would be less burden and stress on you. I think, unfortunately, a lot of times people see something someone else is doing or have said, and they look at it like a measuring contest of what they have going on in their life. And it's yeah. like, it doesn't have to be that way. No. Um, but also with that, it's like, for me, when someone's just being negative for no reason, I look past it like that's a reflection on something that's going on in their life. <laughs> like, like you know, if we're doing something, you know, and, I, you know, I'm just trying to think of a good example. Like, uh, if we go on a vacation and somebody like, well, I'm going on a vacation too. And it's like, oh, great for you. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, good job. I, I keep it moving. It's like it doesn't, you know, but the, what is the intent behind that? Is it like you're measuring? Like what is the measuring yeah. contest? I, I, and that, that it's funny that you bring that up too because like I feel like we should celebrate um, any accomplishment that we make together. I feel like we should celebrate anything that we're doing, you know, as, as a team that's maybe not the norm or, you know, a lot of people say, you know, women don't know how to work well. I feel like it should be celebrated because it's, if it's celebrated, just like I was thanking the women and the black women in the, in the beginning for sharing our stuff, it creates this effect of people like, okay, it becomes the norm. And I think, I think that Tabitha is a very normalizing positivity pusher. Um, she has one um, shirt and they have the shirt on when they recorded the show but it was i think it was a normalized positivity like, mm -hmm. like these things should kind of really be normal and i think in a, yeah. in a, we live in a world in a society where you know uh people there are some people who do and make posts for likes and shares and comments yeah. and, and i am am guilty of being one of those people i i definitely post stuff so people can like it and share it because i want them to see that i'm doing well i want them to see that i'm a black woman and i'm starting a business i want them to see that you know i worked for a company for 21 years and was laid off and that didn't stop me from continuing on to do you know what i did like i think that people just add a negative connotation to positive things that people do you know, right. unfortunate. Yeah, I think there's a difference between being positive and being 
phony or you know yeah. fake or whatever. So like I have a I have a shirt that says "Be real, not perfect." So I don't think we have to present ourselves as perfect and having perfect life and everything is great a hundred percent of the time. Right. Um, I think it's okay to be flawed, but yeah. positive at the same time. You know? Right. I think that shows that you're like anybody else, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, why would I want to portray, put an image of everything being perfect all the time and I have this perfect life and, mm. you know, there's perfect, perfect, perfect. There's nothing ever <laughs> un unperfect. Um, yeah. I think that would be tough toxic yeah because when the funk hits the fan <laughs> and you know now you can't do that then everybody right. is like oh you know what happened here i think you're bringing more attention to yourself to and and you're probably putting yourself in a position with stuff that you can't you can't handle it kind of reminds me of the movie girl ship remember mm -hmm. the one friend who was married and her and her husband are doing all these uh great things and in, in business together and you know they were trying to get the talk show but all behind closed doors he was cheating and you know mm -hmm. she knew about it all type of stuff going on but they wanted to portray that they were this perfect happy couple for everyone to see um and it's like you know to your point diana you don't have to be perfect i want to ask y'all this do you think social media plays a part in toxic positivity or just toxic negativity or negativity in general yes yeah <laughs> unfortunately yeah. yeah and then and then and and then you really can't you really don't know what angle anyone is coming from you really have to assume so if it's mm -hmm. somebody who is positive from a from a positive place um, you really can't tell the difference from somebody who's being positive from a negative place unless you know this person on a personal level. So that's mm -hmm. why I just I try not to judge anybody for anything that they're posting because especially stuff that that I tend to post like because if I post something and I'm like um, keep like a lot of times when I post stuff and I'm like no matter what happened or no matter what just happened keep going. Um, I post that often because it's after I've gotten bad news. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like somebody, somebody even messaged me a few, quite a few times when I post things like that, and they're like, "You don't even know I was going through something, but I saw your message, and it just made me be like, I'm gonna keep going in whatever thing that I was going through." So you really mm -hmm. never know kind of what you're reading, but I say don't don't judge anybody based off of what they're posting because you really never know why they posted what they posted. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I think like a message like that, I would think that if somebody's putting a message out that says keep going, mm -hmm. I would deduce from that 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 person probably has some stumbling blocks, but they mm -hmm. push past. And, you know, I wouldn't think that they're just telling me to keep going and everything has been perfect for them. You know, mm -hmm. I would take that as you're saying, keep going in spite of right. Um, But I think there are some. I think we all personally know people who are, you know, a, a facade on social media and their real life is nothing like what the image that they're putting out to the world. And it's like, well, who are you only fooling really the people who don't know you? Mm -hmm. um, but to me, like, what is what's yeah, what's the payoff on that? Like, what's the what's the what what do you get out of that? What's the benefit? Of, oh. 
I think on top of the fact no one's asking you for that. No yeah, one huh? <laughs> right. Nobody even asked you for it. It's giving you giving it away for the free for what? Like, <laughs> for the free ninety nine. No, nobody asks you. Like, oh, I wonder what's going on in Shelly's life. Like, is everything perfect? Is is everything? Oh, everything. You know, like you don't have to do that. Like, just yeah, be right. regular. Um, like, uh, one minute you're posting that you're single. <laughs> Next girl. Okay. And that's like, I've been in a relationship. <laughs> I've been in this relationship for two years. He is the best man ever. I'm like, girl, you single. Right. Right. Okay. And the whole, I, so it, likewise, I don't think everything that you go through should be on social media either. Like, no. people should not know, you know, what's going on in your relationship, especially from your social media posts. Like, <laughs> when you loving them one minute, hating them the next, it, <laughs> you, do, you do everything everything blow by blow like a roller coaster <laughs> <laughs> right. oh, yeah. like why 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 do we why do we know so much about the younger person that i you know am facebook friends with that i kind of unfollow like i didn't block the person but it's like would be nice if my boyfriend did this for me but instead he's this this and this and then next week y'all are posted up in pictures i'm confused but it's like so much it's like if you have to post if 10 of your posts out of 12 is he don't do this for me and he's that and somebody's mad and blah 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 but then those other two posts is he's the best thing ever i can't believe we've been together for two years i love him it's like girl people on social media then like because right. you got people commenting like girl you don't need him leave him blah 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 you can, uh, you know, and there's some people like, girl, you're, you're beautiful. We love you. We're here to help. And you have wasted our prayers for you. <laughs> and you are next week. What are we doing here? I could have said, I could have used those prayers for something else. I don't have time for this. I cannot. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I, I I I do differ from you guys' opinion on this, but I'm just, just not that invested. Like, I'm not that invested. And not that I'm saying that you guys are, but I'm not invested at all in anybody's posts that they, because I, hell. <laughs> Look, I could, I, there's, there's plenty of things that I could post, you know, on my social media where someone may feel invested. I know I took my social media down for a long time and people were like, oh my God, what happened to you? Are you okay? When I activated it back. So I think, I think don't be so, don't, social media is just for pictures and things to see that people post and accomplishments. And I just be like, I don't take, I just don't take it so deep. I, I don't become so invested on what anybody is posting because they ain't none of my business. You know, I like to see um, the positive things. I like to see news and right. things. Yeah, oh. I mean, like even my own family, when there's been few family feuds going on, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want them to argue with each other across social media. No. It's like even, even if you got to argue with your sister, brother, cousin, whatever. Yeah, you don't have to do it on social media. Just pick up the phone or go to their home. It's like no, guys. Like something doesn't have to be for public viewing. Like, yeah, yeah. 
that though I've had those moments and, and I've been a part of those moments too, you know, um, where it's like, well, I'm going to say this, you know, um, and it's a whole family fight, you know, and I think you learn from your mistakes. You learn that that's not the best way to handle it. And I've definitely learned from mistakes that I've made in the past where it's like, don't, don't take it to, don't take it to social. Um, don't, don't give everybody everything. Right. You know, mm-hmm. then it, you, you, know you, you become very watered down or it's like, yeah, that that's all I was trying to say. I'm not really, I don't even really be on social media like that. Like, be doing the the cafe and the podcast and stuff has, you know, have to. I had to be more <laughs> on social media than ever before. I was not on that the poster. My partners are like, "Can you post something?" You know, and I'm like, "It's it's not." It's not natural. It's not second nature for me. Um, so you know. Yeah. yeah. I think for me is like you know I do I'm on social media. <laughs> I scroll through. I you know I think I only I wouldn't say invested. I only care when it's people I love, like people mm-hmm. I'm like really close to. Then I'm like, oh, let me, because I'm a helper. I want to help. I want to help fix it. I want to say encouraging words to keep you from being sad. I want to do whatever I can, if I can. Yeah. Um, One thing I'm that I to keep my help to myself. So. <laughs> that I do want to improve on is sometimes, sometimes, not with everybody, but sometimes, um, I do think that the post is about me. Do you guys ever get, <laughs> or have you ever gone through that experience where you, like somebody has posted subliminally and and they were, you knew that they were posted about you? Ooh! A couple no. times. I, I have had a couple, a, only a couple where I was like, hmm, this is suspicious. I just posted <laughs> this and then this person made a post like, oh, yeah, look at that. that. I'm like, hmm, so maybe I haven't had that experience because I don't post that much. So. <laughs> Right, right. I probably missed it if they did post something. Yeah, no, I don't. And and then, and then I feel like when people do post subliminally, because I think that's so rude, but don't post subliminal, subliminal stuff when you are specifically talking about somebody, because now you have people co-signing on what you and you could be the wrong person and then they mm-hmm. might mm-hmm. they don't know the full situation so yeah don't don't i think that's a whack that's that's that to me is like if you if you can't talk to me face to face and you would rather post it on social media um that's that's whack that's don't do that Especially since I don't bother nobody. We don't bother nobody. We mind our business. Like, why <laughs> Why be subliminal? We mind our Black-owned business, okay? Yeah. Yes, we definitely, definitely do. And you, you definitely probably waste your subliminal if you were so subliminal. Sure. Sometimes I'm going to throw my head. Like, that ain't name, then it ain't about me. <laughs> Period. <laughs> what else? Well, this guys, this has been fun. <laughs> so, our toxic positivity—you know—it's all in how you see things and how your spirit is feeling at that moment. Um, yeah, and, definitely you know, included. That is a thing, right? 
it is a thing. It but is a thing. I think uh, Tabitha Brown was falsely accused. She's falsely. <laughs> There's laying the gavel down on that. She's falsely accused. <laughs> yeah. She's definitely one of the people that I go to when I'm having a tough time. I might catch a video. I'm like, man, this spoke to me today. You know what I mean? So I've never felt like I'm sick of seeing her. She's so positive and nice and her life is so perfect. I've never felt that way. But But haters gonna hate, so there's always gonna be. are gonna hate. And and her show, her and her husband's show Fridays with Tab and Chance, their podcast that they do, it's just it's it's very moving because it's like a lot of the stuff that it's they've lately a lot of the topics have been things that we've been going through like they did a mentorship and they did a show about like seeing signs and and, and one that stuck with me is her mom had passed and when her mom passed she told her um like if you see a dime then you know that i'm around and she started finding these dimes you know and um i don't know it just definitely made me think like through this journey and everything that we've gone through, what has been so powerful about it. It's just something that nobody can touch. Like really nobody can say anything about the business. It's our baby. We care about it. And we Mm -hmm. want, you know, we want to make it a bigger thing and it is going to be a bigger thing. But the the most amazing thing about it is that God is, I feel, and I, and I know you guys feel the same, that God has been with us the entire way through from the people that we've met, the people that have walked into our cafe, the people that comment, the people that share our posts, um, our family and our friends, of course. Um, but God is with us. And that that to me is just, it's a blessing that you, I cannot help but to smile and wake up happy every day knowing that God is walking this walk with us. Like, we're blessed. God in our steps. Absolutely. So... Thank, thank you, guys. you guys so much. Well, thank you, God, first. <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of What's Brewing, sis. We definitely appreciate you guys. Again, we appreciate the support. Business of the Week, Cafe Coco Latte. You can order your coffee online at cafecocolatte.com. We have our decaf. We have our medium roast. We have our dark roast. Um, if you have a Keurig, you can buy your Keurig refill cups right on our website. Um, if you want to see us in person or enjoy a cup of coffee in person, guess where you're going to go? Yes. Yes. Well, I'm the tower place. What else that, Deanna? What else that? 835 North Michigan Avenue in Chicago, Illinois. It is from 11 to 8 on Friday and Saturday and 12 to 6 on Sunday. Yeah. All right. If you are wondering what we are doing Monday through Friday, well, pray for us. Come to the come to the come to the cafe on Saturday if you want to see us there more. Yes. I'm just saying. And as always, like we do at 835 North Michigan, we be brewing. But as always. In parting, keep it brewing. Keep it brewing.